Brian Court Talk affects the Mayans. Welcome to the Clubhouse Prospects. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, watchers. And we're here for episode three, also known as the Miller Lite episode. <laughs> They're all the Miller Lite episodes. Everything's a Miller Lite episode. Yes. <sighs> yeah, we had a whole conversation about beer, you guys. Yeah. Um, they, I thought when yeah. I was growing up that beer tasted like dishwater because um, I tasted some at one point and it was gross. Apparently, I was drinking the wrong kind. No, some beer are good. Yeah, there's there's good beer out there. Miller Lite. Oh yeah, I figured out that I like Belgians. Yeah, yeah. and Miller Lite, not, not the beer that I would choose at all. There was a Dos Equis <laughs> commercial that was really good. I okay sponsorship. That's a totally different thing. Anyhow, <laughs> just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can I get people to reach us? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on our latest articles as they're being posted, especially with all the new shows that are coming out and the new uh, Captain Marvel trailer that dropped yesterday. That was amazing. Um, you can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There are crafters of Belgian waffles on Facebook. I'm going to go look that up. Oh, Belgian waffles with Belgian beer. Right. I'm telling you, make it with Belgian beer and you get a Belgian beer waffle. I'm doing it this weekend. Yeah, There you go. <laughs> make it happen. Uh, <laughs> and I'll post a picture on our Brad and Court Talk Facebook page awesome. and, and Watchers and I our Narky group so they can all see, you know, what I make. Yeah. It'll be fun. Works they for can't me. take it though. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to check us out on Facebook, we have our Brad and Court Talk your fandom podcast group there where we talk about just about anything and everything tv shows movies we're looking forward to seeing um whatever you can just drop something there and we'll talk about it with you uh we have our dedicated group for van helsing that show returns next month i believe on the sci-fi channel if you haven't seen it go check it out it's a pretty great vampire show uh, and then of course we have our watchers of anarchy group that we've had for quite a while um that we resurrected for the mayans yes we did so come on over and join us. We got a live uh, discussion thing going on when the show's on. We have don't have that many people jumping in there yet because we just kind of started last week. But hey, it'll grow like it did before because we used to have very active conversations during the show. And, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, we'll go ahead and get that started again. Uh, so just a warning: this podcast may contain spoilers for Sons of Anarchy. Like we may mention a character from the show or something that happened to another character when they like died or something, or somebody making chili with a head in it. Yeah, Chucky. something like that. Yeah, yeah, just things. Yeah, just things. Uh, so this episode was one hundred three. Buho Muan. Uh, the MC alliances are tested and the Galindo family adopts unconventional methods. It was directed by Guy Ferdland and it was written by Andrea Cianave. Does that title stand for bad CGI Al? Sure. <laughs> I just, yeah. I did not look them up this time, but I can, let me check you. It, it was just some of your initial thoughts on the episode. The, the, the owl got me. I liked the owl in the beginning. He was really cool. Um, we, oh, uh, Buho is Al, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to agree with uh, 
Elroy, who mentioned this at the owl at the beginning, reminded me of the owl from the original Clash of the Titans movie as he was just sitting there watching everything. The one that flew over the road, though, he could not have been there. He, he was That was bad intake. This episode, hmm, episode three, I'm not as sucked in as I possibly should be. This is a point, and I'm... I don't know. It's it's the way it dropped off. I, I, I need more MC. And this had a lot more MC in it, and we got stuff going. But we're also, every episode's an extended episode, which irks me anyhow. But any time when Sons of Anarchy started, you got sucked into it. Because, one, DVR and stuff wasn't that big of a thing then. You know, I, I think I had a DVR back then, but yeah, I did. But you didn't have that much space, so it wasn't like... You, if you taped a show, you watched it because you needed to, you know, clear up the space on your DVR. We're in a world now where I can literally DVR multiple shows for the entire season and go back and binge watch them later. I like, don't even use a, a DVR anymore, Brad, because I have everything that's streaming. Well, exactly. I can go find it later. Yeah. Like different networks, like FX, I can log in and say, I want to watch this episode. Just like, like I had to get up super early again this morning, so I couldn't watch the episode last night. So I came home after I got back and I logged on to FX on my TV and it showed me the episode with um, less commercials. Right. And that's what I mean. So, oh, yeah, you get the FX Plus, so you pay to get no commercials. So Ooh, you probably- FX Plus, Brad. Um, mm-hmm. So with that, I was just looking. Apparently, you can get the episodes earlier if you have XF- FX Plus. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So anyhow, back to where I was. I mean, this is a time in life where you need to suck people in right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I have been reading online multiple places where a lot of people are having the same issue. They're not as connected with the MC because it's currently a cartel show with MC in it. And it's not like, well, you know, Suns started off, Suns was, Suns was the MC. It wasn't the gun running. Yeah. You didn't really, that was the MC. And I know that we started into this whole thing. We got them tied together, but I think more of the focus should have been on the MC because the plot line that we have going on right now is like four episodes in the plot line that should be happening. You know what I mean? Like we've introduced all those. I feel like the larger problem is um, like we most of us most of us saw Sons of Anarchy. We connected with that group. Um, We knew the MC um, life and everything. I think the larger problem that a lot of people are having, um, like when we fell in love with Sons of Anarchy, I know a lot of people more so started watching it when it started streaming or when they were able to binge it in word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it was a much smaller group of people that were watching it in the first season that kind of fell for it right then and there. And then when that second season picked up, I think that was like one of its highest, one of FX's highest rated show. And that's when it really started rolling. And, and the second season because everybody had a chance to catch up. I really think like you you just give give it a shot, give it more oh, of a shot. I'm giving just it a hang shot. Hang in there. Oh, I'm giving it a shot, but I'm just saying what a lot of people are saying is the yeah. same thing. It's just like they're having problems connecting. This is where I'm three episodes in and I'm not connecting with it. I'm just going to let the rest of the season tape out, and I'll you know if it gets renewed, I'll watch it. It's that's I'm where I'm pretty sure it's going to get renewed. I'm sure it is too, but that's where a lot of people lie that I've been seeing online is like, this is what everybody's saying. It's like, I, I need more of this, but I'm not going to invest in it until I know, you know, there's more into it. There's and other stuff on TV. I can watch. shows get canceled like that. Right. And that's where I think 
that the downfall in this episode, or not this episode, the show's currently met, is there's not enough focus on the main MC. I mean, it's getting there. It's getting there a lot more than it has been in like the last two episodes. Yeah. But I think it really should have started off there and brought us more into it and then brought us into the cartel stuff. That's just my and, thoughts, but what do I know? And I'm on the other side of things where I kind of like that they pulled us in in media res with the whole thing with the with the cartel where they're sucked in with all this crap that's going on with the cartel. And you have Angel on one end. He's trying to get the MC out of it. And so we have that part of it. We have the Los Ovidares. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, Los Ovidares, uh, the Forgotten Ones, where they had their whole plot going on. Maybe it's just too much going on for a I, lot of people. And that could be yeah. it. There's too many things going, too many plot lines and going. The, the kidnapping. It hasn't ended yet. Yeah. Right off the bat, we're stealing babies. <laughs> and no, but I'm saying they, they got they got it in and it got out of the way. So there will be no more kid kidnappings. I'm, there's a lot of kids. Like for the, the length of the show. Then we'll find out eight, uh, eight, eight and a half years or seven and a half years ago, their original kid was kidnapped or something. I don't know. We, so we don't yeah. know what happened to that child yet. So there's another kid out there to mess with. We're going to get a flashback, I'm sure. Yep. All right. Um, so those were the initial thoughts on the episode. Um, and uh, like I said, yeah, I was looking at Buho. Like you said, that's Owl and Muan. You know, they've been using like the Mayan Zodiac signs within um, the, the title cards, the names. Mm-hmm. So Muan, um, meaning Owl, Moan, Bird. It represents the god of rain and clouds and fire. The sign is balanced between fire and water. Therefore, thunderstorms are a powerful time, blah, blah, blah. So it just goes, Muan is a zodiac sign. So it just goes over deeper information on that. I'm trying to figure out how it connects to the episode, though. Good question. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. I'm not good with that. All right, but let's get let's get to the actual actual episode. Um, so you you had some issues with it, and for me, actually, I actually really enjoyed the episode. We actually got to see um, the Galindo cartel. Uh, we had that opening scene where the uh, Los Olvidados were you know, checking their supplies and they figured out that they were running low and they were just like making lists. And then you get that whole stressful intercut of scenes with the Galindo goons bearing down on the location um, that they'd been given a lead about. They thought that they'd be able to find um, the Los Olvidados and baby Cristobal. And, you know, at one point I thought that it was really about to go down, that they were going to find the baby and they were going to take out the the forgotten ones. But thankfully, that's not what happened. Um, that was an old campsite. So um, they were able to avoid them um, for another day. So yay for that. Um, but of course, you had Angel and um, Angel and Easy showing up instead. And uh, they talked about how the, the drugs that they, they, they'd stolen from the cartel, they were going to try to sell them to a connection in Las Vegas. And of course we later see that that doesn't work out at all. Mm. Um, one thing I did want to mention about something that was left at the, the campsite where the Galindo guys ended up. So we saw the, the pinata they found with the candy and everything. Mm-hmm. So did you, you saw the, the sugar skull. You, are you familiar with the sugar skull? Yes. And um, the, the Dia de los Muertos and like that whole cul- culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the day of dead, the dead. All right, so the sugar skull, um, that's actually called the uh, calavera. Uh, and it said the term is most often applied to the edible or decorative skulls 
um, made from either sugar or clay. Uh, the sugar skulls are very colorful and whimsical, not scary at all. And the name of the deceased relative could be written on the skull's forehead. And of course, they had written the baby's name on the skull. So, like, they're just playing all kinds of games with Miguel. And I really feel bad for Emily because, um, you know, all this is coming back to her. Like, she really didn't sign up for this. We find out later um, that Miguel really wasn't in the family business initially. He had been sent away by his parents. He was going to school. They didn't want him involved in it. Right. And he came back to the cartel to take over. Well, and then he didn't tell her anything, which was like the worst thing you can possibly do. Well, he lied to her also. Well, so yeah. at another point, he was like, she's not going to believe anything else I tell her. No. Why would she? No. Right. Don't blame her. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, at another point, we had Easy trying to convince Adelita to to give the baby back to his mother, and she wasn't hearing that at all. She has her plan, and I'm not sure how things are going to work out for any of these guys. Yeah, that is a question. I'm not really sure where it's going, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's that's the one thing about it is like I don't know what the end is going to be. I I would imagine they're going to get the child back at some point in time, or are they? I think they're going to get the child back. I don't think it's going to be um, another another story like with what Miguel's mother told him. And from something she said this week, I think she was telling the truth that okay. uh, she they, they did lose their son to uh, one of the rival gangs or one of the rival people who wanted the father to step down. Hmm. Okay. So that's even more messed up. Yes. wonder what happened to that child. Hmm. Which one? The one they lost. Uh, the original Christabel, I think he died. I think that's what she said. He died, and then she didn't even have a chance to really mourn him. Instead, she went and she got pregnant again and then had Miguel. Hey, replacement kid. That'll work. Yeah. Yep. The air and the spare. <laughs> so we got more of the flashbacks uh, that we've been seeing recently. Um, I know last week we saw Easy and Felipe and we saw a body and you said it was probably the mom she'd been covered up and she was right. being taken away by the paramedics so this week we get easy chasing someone with a gun um, and instead of shooting whoever he's chasing like he was trying to do he ends up shooting that cop that I guess he did kill in the end yeah well he was chasing he was shooting having a shootout with the other guy and somebody else you know pulls out and says hey drop your gun or whatever who's behind him first thing he does is turn around and shoots him Right, and I think the, guy, the the person who called out identified himself as the police officer and told him to drop the gun. I think and after. I think on instinct. Oh yeah, it was after. But yeah, he told him to drop the gun, but on instinct, he was turning around already, and he right. shot before he even like. How, I don't know how that works. He must be a really good shot. Well, he just turned around, looked at where it was, and shot it. And that was that. And you just look at one thing. You're holding the gun. You're aiming at the thing that's there. <sighs> and yeah. It happens if you're someone's chasing you with a gun. It does it like that. So that was our flashlight. We understand why he went to prison now. We had a good feeling it was because he killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And just a little bit on it. I am liking how they put the, you know, eight years ago little sign and signs and stuff like that when they do the flashbacks. Oh, me too. Yeah, because um, I know earlier we'd had questions trying to figure out where in the timeline this was. I went like when he went to jail. So we know that was eight years ago. And I think I've read something that said that in the timeline of sense of anarchy, the story we're watching now takes place like two and a half years after Jack's died. Right. It's two and a half, three years after Jack's died. That's a thing that I posted on the watchers group. Oh yeah. With all the uh, breakdown of all the uh, characters and everything. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Definitely. 
Okay, so this week we end up in Vegas uh, with the MC and some others that they're meeting. And we go to the San Bujo Tribal Casino. And they have a rule. No booze and bullets. They do not mix well. I know, they don't. It it's, makes a very bad combination. This is true. Um, I really like uh, the fact that the Mayans MC, they have a mix. Like I'm not going to say a diversity because I know back on Suns they had an issue where Juice, he was upset because he found out that he was half black and right. he thought that was going to cause an issue with his group. So we find out in this episode that the vice president, Taza, he's half Apache. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, we had the one guy that got shot in the first episode that they took across the border to get mm-hmm. patched up who didn't know who didn't speak Spanish. That was also funny. And I, don't, I mean, it happens. I don't remember who that was. I don't think we've seen him since that day. I don't think, I think he's still either. healing I, up. I think I need to go back and watch that first episode once I get everybody's faces because I'm slowly getting everybody's faces and names together. And I know some other people are having the same issue because I think Alroy mentioned the same right. thing. Like we were naming the people we could, the characters whose names we knew for sure. I know Coco. Coco is like my, my favorite character right there. So, Me too. And you can see it really good on his uh, his cut this week. He has his military marksmanship uh, badge on there. Oh, cool. The metal, that's the medal that he has on his cut. So uh-huh. that's why he you don't give that man a gun. He'll shoot you or shoot your ear off, one or two, but he'll take a lot of people off. And he likes counting cards. Yeah, apparently he's very good at it. Um, I love the angel. He got really panicky when he saw him doing it. It's like, come on, man, we're on good terms. You can't do this. Right. You're not supposed <laughs> to be pissing in the house that you're in. So yeah, don't right. do that shit. No man. cheating, man. What are no. you doing? Seriously. <laughs> so I, I was wondering if that had something to do, like the fact that he needs the cash, if that had something to do with his sister and his mother, like we didn't really get to see anything else with that from last week. No, but I think it does. And I'm waiting to see how that pans out, too, because there's this whole subline be with him that I'm curious about. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you know, that's as I want I want need to know more on that. And I'd like to know more on some of the other characters also, but mainly Coco. I agree. Um, yeah, definitely Coco. And I do want to know more about Angel. We didn't really talk about it last week, but he apparently he's, he's with Adelita. Mm-hmm. Okay, we didn't really talk about that a lot. So we know he has a relationship with her. He has a rough relationship with Felipe. And I'm I'm still wondering like like where the strife might lie for the family members. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one either. I think this is something that's gonna play off later on down the road. Yeah. Because okay. he totally forgot that was the night that all the shit went down, also. Yes. So apparently Happy anniversary. Yeah, there's that. So Angel, he showed up at the casino with the MC, but he had another side business that he wanted to do. Like we talked about earlier, he was trying to sell the rest of the drugs that they uh, stole from the cartel. Uh, They initially had nine kilos that they were going to sell, but they ended up having only six. I'm not sure what happened with the other three. They didn't really say what happened with the other three. Uh, They burnt some for the video, but I thought that would be really stupid to, you know, burn it. You know, they could just do that with some like, flower or whatever and you get the same effect but this is true you know yeah especially like if you plan to sell it for money yeah. to yeah take care of uh, your 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 group seems really your stupid kid to, soldiers yeah it seems really stupid to burn your money 
<laughs> exactly. Or burn the cartels. Like it's different if you plan to burn it period point blank just as a statement. But right. if you're going to use it as a way to keep your your operation afloat, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't very smart of her. Uh, yes. I'm very surprised. But yeah, Angel's connection is with uh, Jimmy from uh, was it the Asians? Mm-hmm. Right. And from apparently the- Jimmy has been selling drugs on the side. He has his own operation going, and he did not tell his bosses who like to take a percentage of like these types of operations. So we find out later that uh, he's in trouble, but then he's not in trouble because he's dead. Yeah. So this is a Chinese. So was this a Lynn triad? Yeah. I was wondering, are, are these our guys from I, um, NorCal? I think it's kind of tied up in the whole thing. So I'm, I'm waiting to, until we see Henry because I'm sure yeah. it's going to happen because it has to, I mean, they're doing everything and I don't remember him saying the Lynn triad, but I, it's the Chinese. I mean, there you go. There's Chinese mafia. There's <laughs> so it's pretty much one group there. Exactly. So yeah, if um, if Alvarez gets to hang out so much in Southern California, I want to see. I want to see everybody as much as we can. So is he no longer the president of the main Mayan group? Because he he's around a lot. Oh, Alvarez is still the president of the main Mayan group, but this is like their big money deal right here. This is yeah. where they're making everything at. So that's why he's also there. Okay. And it also makes sense because we later find out that that he knows something was going down with with the drugs that were stolen, and he he thinks that they have a mole, which they do. Right. Well, I found Just that not interesting. Like he thinks. Yeah, but he knew something was going down somewhere, so that's why he was there, and that's why you know they asked for the single malt bourbon, <laughs> and that was the end of story right there. Everybody was kind of shocked and went, "Oh my God, what happened there?" I was shocked. I was I was like, wait a minute, let me rewind this. Who did he shoot again? But then all I had to do was look at Angel's face. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that yep. dude. Yeah, that guy. So much for that. Hmm. <laughs> um, Easy has an encounter with some local cops at, um, at at the casino, and that was a pretty cool scene. Of yeah. course, they they are racist. They assholes. were oh, they were being douche cops, you know. Oh no, they were being racist assholes. Yeah. Um, they had a problem when uh, Easy started talking Spanish to the bartender, and that was a pretty funny exchange that he had with her, um, like basically calling them um, was it pendejos? I believe it was. Or pretty I'm not going to curse something. in Spanish. It was something, uh, but yeah, he, he they cursed a lot, and it was really cool, and um. Like, that's how he found out that they were actually police officers, she told them. And uh, the look on their faces when he said that, he said, have a good day, officer, or whatever, even though they weren't wearing badges or anything. That was pretty cool. Right. But oh, my favorite cool. part came later um, when they told him to take care of business. Because yes. I, I think they said something, they insulted him, basically. They called him a criminal oh, or something. Yeah, he- the rest of the Mayans kind of looked over because, of course, they were causing a disturbance. Yeah, criminal gangbanger or something like that. Yeah, it's, it, it totally did. And and when they were leaving, you know, <laughs> Prospect could take care of him. And the lone drunk cop right there, you know, and he stands up, shoots his mouth off, gets hit, and goes, I'm a cop. Which <laughs> gave us back to the flashback of what happened with Easy shooting the cop. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, that's maybe you should shut up. You said I'm a cop. Yeah, maybe you should shut up when you're on travel ground and you're not actually a cop. You're just a guy in a in a casino. Yeah, I like that they reminded Easy about that fact because Easy was like, "I'm not getting involved in this. This guy's a cop. Like, uh, 
is he on parole? No, he was released. But still, he's like, I'm not hitting that cop. What are you doing? It's like, hey, you're on tribal ground. You can do whatever you want to do. He has no, no, um, like lawful authorization. Oh, you can we do know what you need to do better. We know that's going to come back later on down oh, the road. I was waiting for the, them to show up. Maybe when the guys were heading back um, to Santo Padre, but it didn't happen. Yeah. I love what he said to the cop, though. Um, like he threw a chip in the guy's alcohol, his, uh, his drink, and he's like, buy yourself some fucking manners. Yes. And his Miller Lite. His Miller Lite. That wasn't Miller Lite. It was beer in a glass. I'm pretty sure it was Miller Lite. I'm just saying. Really? Oh, okay. (laughs) Buy yourself some. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that worked out well. I did love that part. That was, that made me feel very MC-ish. I really liked that part. That was, you know. Like, it's, it's all those little things. Yep. Okay, so we also had Felipe, who was being staked out, apparently, by the DEA. Apparently, uh, the cartel, uh, they're bringing a lot more equipment in, and they have something really heavy going on. So are they talking about maybe the kidnapping is what they're dealing with, or is there something else going on that we don't know about yet? I think there's something else going on we don't know about. Okay. And that's where we had the guy show up at his uh, butcher shop Uh and give him the anniversary card. Now, did, for everybody out there, go back, watch this scene. There's a phone number on that anniversary card that does not Uh start with 555. Uh If you ever see a phone number on TV that starts and is on there, you should actually call that phone number because it's really good. And Uh I, I will tell you, the phone number on the anniversary card was 310 Three six nine four nine five one. Go ahead and call it. You'll enjoy it. You will. It's a nice little, you know, Easter egg thing. Yeah, I had a little grin about it. Yeah, it was. That it was, was cool. Yeah, I like. I hope they do more things like that too. Yeah, I, I actually shared that at work today, and they're like, "Oh my god, how did you know that?" I'm like, "It's not five five five. It's there for a reason." <laughs> do you know who I want to show up next? I don't know. Answer's secret kid that we never saw before. Oh, there you go. That'd be a good one. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So I talked a little about a little bit about this earlier. Oh, hold on. Can I ask this question? Go yeah. Go, so, go, go. So Felipe was given the anniversary card sitting on a table outside of his butcher shop. Why does he have tables outside of his butcher shop? Because he likes to come out and um, have a Miller Lite just... after he does um, butchering of the meat. Okay. All right. That's all. Go ahead. <laughs> Or maybe they like steak tartare and he just mix it up for them. They sit out there and they eat it. Could be. Could be. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So let's finish off with Felipe before I jump off to the next thing. Okay. So Felipe, uh, he, he's not happy with uh, the DEA contact and they're watching him. And apparently they're watching him at home too, but maybe they won't after this, this, this incident that he has <laughs> with one of the agents uh, where he pulls out his sawed off shotgun. And um, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't need you here. I don't need a babysitter. And Throw- the guy was like, yeah, I, I got that. Throwing pennies at his car. <laughs> I actually was waiting for the banana and the tailpipe. Yeah. Like that would have been cool. I don't need you here to watch me. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like he can take care of himself just fine. And then he has his two boys that show up later. So that was pretty cool. Uh, All right. So I also wanted to talk about the Galindo cartel. I thought they were about to do something heinous again. We saw in the first episode where they cut some dude's arms off. In the second episode, we had them burning um, 
like the owner of that food truck and his kid. And this week he, they had another kid uh, and, and I thought, Oh crap, what are they going to do now? But no, they were just initiating someone into the cartel. And apparently you do this by making a blood oath and your hand gets cut. Hmm. So, yeah, I was like, oh, they have a kid there. So, of course, uh, when Emily and Dita, when they went to uh, the the market area, the open air market area, uh, where the bodies had been found in the second episode um, after they were burned, and um, we also had Adelita and her crew there as well. They were going shopping because, like we saw in, at the beginning of the episode, the, their uh, uh, their people they were running low on supplies, so they needed, uh, um, you know re-up on everything so one i was waiting for uh adelita and emily to kind of bump into each other and maybe for adelita to kind of start thinking of uh, emily as a mom and missing her baby but that didn't happen um we had one of her little kid soldiers actually one the one who took the baby i think uh, she noticed a little boy who was sitting uh, and just like he looked super lost and like d- despondent and everything. And he was kind of staring at the cleanup that was happening where the bodies were. And as soon as she started talking to him, I was like, mm. like, is that the little boy we saw earlier who was mm-hmm. being um, inducted into the Galinda cartel? I don't think that was the same. No, kid, it, it wasn't but, the same kid. Yeah, but I, I kept looking. I tried, kept trying to get a look at his hand, and of course, later we did get to see his hand after he was already with our, our forgotten ones, and yeah, he's with the cartel for sure. Yes. Yep. So I don't know what's going to happen to him. And you would think that Adelita would have checked his hand. Like, does she not know? I, I that think they- that was a made-up thing that they just did then. I don't think it was something that they've been doing. I, it could be. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know anything about it. But okay. I don't was he was the kid really their bright brother or anything? I maybe I don't maybe think not. So. I don't think he was even no, related. Because I think I read something where um he ordered Nestor to round up various kids in the area and scare them shitless, cut their hands and make them take blood oaths. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's interesting. I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, that's that's the one sure. part with the kid. I, I like that part. There there are things that I can't wait to see and other stuff I'm like, oh god, not again. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to find the baby soon enough and they'll be able to move on to different things. Um, I know we were having issues with, with Dita and stuff she did last week, <laughs> trying to convince uh, Miguel to take, you know, take initiative, but I'm, I'm interested in her character a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to see where, where they're going to go with it. And the same thing with the MC, I, I really want to see what, what Angel is going to do now that his drug connection kind of dried up. Is he going to try to find another one? What's going to happen when Bishop find out, finds out? Because Bishop is going to find out. Like, right. how are they going to clean up this mess? Are they going to stay with the cartel? Are they going to stay with Los Olvidados? What's going to happen? Yeah, that's a very good question. They got to clear it up somehow and do it. I, I, yeah, what's going to happen? That's that's the whole thing. Absolutely. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Felipe taking care of his grown ass boys. Like that, like that had my little heart going mm-hmm. patter patter when he was putting blankets over them at the end of the episode. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes, he was good. He was just in there. He needs his uh, Rosalind though to make things work. <laughs> This is true. Actually, that's uh, what Tracy, that or Starbucks. Yeah, Tracy said that he needs her. He needs his Rosalind. He needs Starbucks. Uh, I don't know if he needs Starbucks. Oh, what do you hear? Starbucks? Nothing but the rain. Okay, anyhow, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica moment. Yay! So say we all. So say we all. Anyhow, <laughs> anything else for this? Uh, yes. 
so easy has um his cash that he got he got his cut from from coco from them counting cars together and we see him putting money away in this red duffel bag <sighs> what is he doing why is he putting all his money in this red duffel bag and it's such an obvious place like what is he doing he's saving up the money so he can get out of dodge yeah, but don't hide the money in such an obvious place and don't hide all the money altogether. Maybe like, dad what? knows about it, and, and it's fine. I'm not even talking about dad. I'm talking about if anybody else comes to the house I or don't think anybody is going to do anything with Felipe. He has a past. People leave him alone. He's a good oh, guy. Okay. They buy steaks off of him. I don't think anybody messes with him. There's some, he, has a, he had a toolbox full of guns. There's a reason behind <laughs> that. He has background, so... I don't think people mess with him. Okay. He's OG. That's it. That. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I have too. Um, I'm like I guess I'm just waiting to see how everything not ties up, but where everything gets tangled up next. Yeah. It should be interesting for next week. Yeah. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for the Magicians, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, and a whole bunch of other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on the episode, you can uh, hit us on the comment section below, or you can um, come and join us over on one of the Facebook groups. Like I said, for this one, it's Watchers of Anarchy, where we're mostly posting, or you can post on Brad and Core Talk. You can visit us on Twitter. Uh, also, um, like, thank you guys for reminding me, because I was having a hard time. The consigliere, his name is Devante. Mm -hmm. We've seen him in so many other things, but that's his name on here is uh, Devante. Tony Plana. Yep. So thank you guys. Thanks, Jordy. Definitely. All right. So until next time. Oh, man. Uh, until next time, can you not hide all your money in a red duffel bag, please? Eh, I'll think about it. Fine. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.